This episode is sponsored by Appian, a technology leader in driving digital-first insurance transformation. With Appian's low-code automation platform, you can build enterprise apps and workflows rapidly in an agile environment. I have no idea. You know what? <laughs> Seriously, you know how many people ask me, so what do you do exactly? Totally. And, and I'm asking... Let me give you like a very long list of things that they do. Exactly. But any, you know, it needs to be like one thing. Otherwise, they, they'll get confused. So the big question of today that we are going to talk about is what do you do? The question, what do you do? Not what you actually do. Actually, what right. do you do? Oh, man. Don't ask me that. It's a, it's a long story. But um, <laughs> I currently run a, a tech company called Relativity 6. And that, and I oh. guess you're going to ask me as a follow-up, what does that mean? So well, let me give you, you like were, the, yeah. Yeah, sure. But before that, you were a guest when we used to do, you know, in-person live events. I think that were you, and when we do that, when we did those events in Clock Tower Ventures or in Carbon 5? I think it was Carbon 5. Oh, swell. Oh, yeah. swell. Okay. Old one school. of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Old school, man. Old school. Like in person, yeah. beers. OG. Pizza. I'm an OG tech. I'm an OG insure tech LA guy. Jeez, man. So what do you do? <laughs> okay. So well, here's what here's what we did before, just to give you some really quick uh, background. So started the company back in 2016, if you can believe it. Feels like a million years ago. Um, but the idea was, and I started this in grad school with my co-founder, very cliche way to start a company, but we were really interested in lifetime value. We thought that was something that everybody talks about all the time, but what is it, what does it actually mean? Like really, and how accurate is LTV really, even though, you know, forever, uh, CEOs and executives always ask you about LTV, but how do you actually calculate it? So Initially, the nerdy thing that got the company started was, could we use machine learning in a smart way to predict LTV much more accurately and really value a customer in a specific window of time? That was what we were all about. That's why we call ourselves Relativity 6, because it's all about context. Um, and actually went quite well. We built the platform in school, started getting customers in all these different industries, Finally found our way to insurance. Insurance loves lifetime value. And the expression of that lifetime value was pr propensity for a customer to churn and predicting the propensity for a customer to purchase an additional product. That was everything that we did. So our platform was really all about churn and cross-sell at the end of the day using machine learning. Um, in that work, with so we worked with carriers, brokers, wholesalers, you name it. There was always this one thing about every single piece of the value chain. And that one thing was that most of these organizations don't actually know what their customers do, their commercial customers actually do. Um, sounds super simple, but if you think about it, classification is really hard to do at scale. If I give you, Gilad, if I gave you five names and addresses of companies and I asked you to map the six digit, which is as far as the industry codes go, NAICS codes go, and asks you to ask you to actually tell me what where those actually fall into, 
it would be really hard. It would take you a lot of time. But it sounds so simple. A bank is a bank. A barbershop's a barbershop. No, actually, there's a lot of hidden risks involved in a lot of these smaller businesses that are very tough for a human eye to actually pick up and really hard to do it at scale. So knowing that, um, actually, it, let me let me say that a big part of our lifetime value platform that was um, kind of our secret sauce has always been classification. If you don't know what a company actually does, you're never going to know their propensity to churn, and you're probably not going to be good at understanding the next best product. So it's always been embedded. But we had this moment, actually, um, as a company when we decided that, hey, wait a minute, classification keeps coming up with every single customer. It's a very hard problem to solve. Let's go 100% all in on this and take out the technology that was embedded within our platform, turn it into an API, and make a business of that. So our company, to, to answer your question, sorry it took me so long, it's really a, a company that understands what companies actually do. And that matters a ton for commercial underwriters. Thank you very much. And that was the end of the episode. I appreciate your time today. Awesome. Great. Anytime, so sir. And <laughs> yeah. what do you do? And let me just talk about all the things and all the problems and everything together. Amazing, man. So... Um, okay, so I don't have any follow-up questions for you. Anything <laughs> else that, that you want to talk about? You know, how was the transition from uh, Silver Lake to Echo Park or something in that? Oh, yeah, I had to, I had to trim my beard uh, just a few inches because you don't really pass um, in one or the other. No, um, look, I'll say uh, it's been interesting. So, you know, we've been known as one thing and now we're known as kind of, we're trying to be known as kind of another thing. So the, the transition has been really, really interesting. I wouldn't, interesting, I know is a kind of a ubiquitous word, but you know, it's had good and bad in it, right? Like there's a lot of pain in switching your team's mission and objective, right? So that, that was difficult. There's pain in switching between customer bases and trying to kind of say a different thing um, to different people or sorry, to the same people. But it's been cool because it's clearly a huge problem. And in, in, the, in the matter of like two months, We've got 95 pilots, which is just a with a lot of carriers and platforms and, and brokers, just a testament to how broken this problem really is and, and the excitement from the industry to try to solve it with either whether it's us or, or somebody else. Did you find that the fact that now you have a very specific a call, not call to action, but a, a value proposition, it makes your life easier to work with your customers? So much. I can't even tell you, honestly, like from the, from the, from so many different aspects, but as a, just a very quick example, when we used to run a pilot, the pilot, I, I used to ask to have to ask for 10 years, 10 years of, of customer and transaction data from an insurance carrier. That would take almost a year to get from every company procurement mm -hmm. took forever a lot of you know security related with all that data transfer now it's as simple as an api where we can give you a token test it yourself see, see if you like it so there's that the other element is pricing right like with what we were doing before pricing was actually quite difficult because there's so much data cleaning involved in a lot of machine learning i think that's actually a little um little hidden secret of the machine learning world uh you know, we talk about generalized AI, we talk about deep learning, we talk about all these things. But if you actually like want to 
like know what's going on at large enterprise, they're cleaning data. That's like where we are, which is good because you need to do that. But ultimately, most insurance companies don't have clean data for machine learning startups to, to run their algorithms. So we spend a lot of hours, like people hours, literally cleaning data with a lot, all these large carriers. Now, you, not, mm -hmm. yeah, sorry, go ahead. Now you, no, now you are the provider of the clean data. And it's funny enough. That's it. One of, yeah, one of past teammates or a guy that re, a engineer that reported to me in his previous lifetime, he used to work for Google cleaning Salesforce data. Because even Google, yeah. with all of the insane machinery that we like to think about him, they still get shitty data that they need to clean and to make sure that it's into the normal or the standard that they have. And they have, uh, you know, they, or we expect them to have really high quality of data. Um, I, wor I, I work there, so I, I can give you some stories, but maybe that's for another day. Um, no, actually, we are here to talk about startups related to insurance and data because, and also, how different are you from Ascodiac? Because it sounds to me like it's almost on the same mission of disseminating information through API, which usually it's how to provide that information. Yeah, no, I mean, great question. We get, actually get asked that a, a decent amount. Uh, a, I'll say I love Ascodiac, huge fan. They've done an incredible job technically from a brand perspective, every, like almost everyone I talk to brings up Ask Kodiak and, and they've done just a, a great job of integrating and in general, like huge fan of that company. And actually there's opportunities for us to work with Ask Kodiak and we're having those discussions now, uh, frankly, um, because we're so complementary to, to what they do, right? Because, the, you know, they're so focused on appetite and getting appetite right. But what comes before appetite is what does the company actually do, right? So um, we're a natural, uh, like you call it like pre-ask Kodiak step of, you know, if you put in a name and address, you know, we'll give you with very high certainty what the, 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 the numerous things that that company does. Maybe they're a carpenter and a roofer, but you just thought they were a carpenter. So we'll give you the, mm -hmm. the multi-class classifications. And that feeds in really nicely to, to what ask Kodiak does, because now there's no wasted time. We can be accurate about what they do. So you'll get the right appetite for the right risk versus what happens a lot now is it's, it gets, like we're saying, it gets messed up at the moment of asking, Hey, what do you do? Right. When an agent asks, what do you do? What a broker asks, what do you do? The client just, you know, says whatever they, they say that I'm a barbershop. Great. But what if you serve whiskey to your customers before uh, they, they get the haircut? Maybe, maybe that's a factor that matters. So we add in all these extra little uh, data points, which helps you get a, a more accurate understanding of the appetite for the risk that you're actually writing. So it's actually a natural partner and fit. And um, I'm excited to see what we can do with those guys. Yeah, that's cool. Because at the end of the day, you want to make a very you know clear value proposition that someone will consume it and quickly understand how it is. Um, now, I'm sure that you are not the first one of offering that. How How is that being done so far? In in what sense? Like offering offering this product? Like the, let the me, let me, let, yeah. let me rephrase the question. Okay. okay. So you're, you're focusing on agents, brokers or on carriers? I'd say my, our number one target is a carrier. So like, an, like a commercial underwriting group at an insurance carrier. And then platforms that 
care about underwriting, probably right under mm -hmm. that or, or equal. And then I'd say like broker platforms would be the next tier. Um, and then, and then ultimately brokers, but I'd say that's like the, what I've surmised as like the priority, like urgency to need this. If you write risk, I think this is much more important than if you don't, but it's still a good tool for segmentation and much more accurate than a lot of stuff out there. So the way that I see that you have two types of competitors, you have the way that they do business now, right. And other data startups that are in that space. Mm -hmm. So how is it different than let's call it, Hey, what's your competitive advantage? Why should they use sure. you? And why don't they use you or ha haven't started using your service? Right. No, it makes sense. Good question. Um, like the way they do business now is, uh, it's painful. I've actually sat with underwriters and watched them do this work. Um, you know, they'll get a submission. From, from either a broker or some other source. And they literally have to go to the website, research it, validate that it's actually what was submitted. A lot of times they get null values um, when it's when it comes in. So they don't, they, they're kind of flying blind. And it can honestly take, you know, a, a dentist's office could take 10 seconds, but if it's a financial service, financial advisor, something a little more complex, it could take five minutes per record. And, you know, these carriers are dealing with Obviously, they have a lot of customers and a lot of submissions per day. It's very time consuming. So actually, our product enables the underwriter to do the job a little bit faster. We're never going to go as deep as a human, but we can at least start, start it up, right? So like they don't have to do that initial research work. Uh, why we're a little bit different is we're not a database, right? Like I, 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 your standard API will hit a static database and, you know, and return an answer. Uh, ours is actually real time processing. So every time you click that button and want and, and call the API, it's processing. It's actually going through a machine learning workflow and then returning a result in under a second. So it's actually wow. working like a human would work, but just much faster. So it's, it's dynamic. And, and the other reason that matters is because businesses are dynamic, especially now, right? Like yeah, oh, small businesses are always at, Right, they're adapting, and what they said they did six months ago could be different than what they do today. So mm -hmm. you can't rely on a static database anymore, is what we found. So we're a live, real-time, uh, know your small business, mid-sized business tool, basically, which is a bit different than what's out there. Yeah, listen, that's super important, especially nowadays that your business can change based on totally. The and yeah. we are just about, you know, reaching another spike of uncertainty, I would say, with inflation, without the inflation, with the spikes of a Delta variant, Epsilon variant, whatever Ugh. variant that we're going to see tomorrow. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting, man. We are, we are still riding this. Unbelievable. We are. Exactly. Yeah, it's not over by a long stretch. But yeah, I mean, but that's the point is there, there's so many different market dynamics and... Mm -hmm. You cannot rely on what the database said three years ago to, to say that this is exactly what they do now. No, so, I'm just trying you know, to we're, run we're, in my mind mm -hmm, all the different no. bench, uh, batches that they need to run to update a static uh, database to make sure that it's still applicable. It's, it's insane. Exactly. Just, just exactly. to maintain that database, it's um, unbelievable. So totally. basically what you're offering them is convenience and speed. And later on, as part of that um, triangle, it will be accuracy. 
accuracy is actually pretty good. I'd say like we, we've, we've worked really hard on it. Like, you know, it's one thing to have it embedded in a, in a platform. It's another thing to be its own separate product, but through a lot of work, we've gotten it um, to between 87 and 91% accurate under a second uh, return. So we're in like, we're averaging like 800 milliseconds and it's that accurate. Uh, but that took a lot of training, a lot of labeling, a lot of actual groundwork uh, to get there. So we feel we feel good. Like we, we think we have a, a market ready solution that's easily integrated, which is again, completely different than what we used to do. I used to have to fly to Perth, Australia to go like sell a customer and be there all day and, you know, talk and show my gray beard and, and all that. And, and now, you know, I don't, I don't matter. It's like, you know, does the API work or not? And, and it, it's that simple. So, so yeah, it's exciting. Who's in Perth? Because that's like the Northwest of Australia. Who's there? It's far. Uh, RAC. No, I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a, fl- oh shit. That's a flight, man. That's a long flight. It's a yeah. long flight in the back of the plane because, um, unfortunately, you know, as a startup, you got to sit in the back of the plane most of the time. So uh, we had the, we had those conversations. I told you, you need to stick to one, you know, one airline. Airline. <laughs> airline. No, I know, I know, but Qantas group. is Qantas is annoying. No, I, I took your advice actually, so that's been helpful. But uh, yeah, Qantas, uh, Qant- they're sticklers. Yeah, but they are fantastic. They are in terms of quality of service there. All the users. Totally. I don't know. I I haven't flown Qantas for 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 a while now. It's, yeah, and it's going to be a while because Australia is definitely not uh, letting anybody in or out for quite a while. I'd say. So, any yeah. success that you can share? Yeah, I'll share one. You know, we're we're in the middle of it with a lot of carriers, but one really great uh, example of this is with Coterie. If you're familiar, they're um, yep. you know they're a great platform, uh, growing like crazy. They, you know, they underwrite, so classification really matters for them, right? So, um, you know, we're we're just a, a really important part of their tech stack on the back end, and, and the way that it works in, in the use case with them, and the use case with a lot of these platforms, is actually at the point of submission. Because our API is so fast, we can actually fire that um, answer of, of what do you do within that form. Because the problem is, you know, with the platforms is they're not going to be talking to these people at the point of submission. It's a platform. So that gives people even more leeway to say, what do they do? Right. So in our case, we can be a little validation verification step right at the submission point. So that, that's the way that we think we're going to be integrating with most platforms. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Coterie's jumped on um, as a customer. And yeah, you know, they're really, they're impressed with the time. They're impressed with the accuracy. Um yeah, so that's why we think platforms, especially ones that underwrite, are, are a great target for us. Uh, and especially if you're talking about Coterie and the ability to underwrite, it means online underwriting direct to consumer where time is valuable because exactly. it's all about the customer experience. So that's another plus for that. And it's not just let help to improve the agents or the broker's uh, efficiency or their uh, little frustration. You know, you enter an information and just wait. And wait, right. and every time that you need to do something, you have that dragging and annoying, painful. It's mental pain that you need to wait. You know, you click, and a couple of seconds later, something moves. It's like, yeah, it's infuriating. It yeah, no, for yeah. sure. 
for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we had to be so fast, right? Like if we weren't fast, this, this wouldn't this value proposition wouldn't really work. Mm -hmm. But again, like a lot of optimization, a lot, lot of figuring out because it's not again, it's not a static database. This is yeah. actually running every single time. So to be able to do that and, and you know run a, a redundant neural network as you're going and return a result that's accurate, it, it's a heavy technical lift, which is why we think it makes sense to partner with carriers because it's it's not like you could just you know throw a team together and do this quickly. You you know it would take a lot of time and thought and effort, um, which is why we think it's a compelling proposition as a vendor. Cool. Now, because we are going to keep this podcast very short. I'll ask you the last question that I ask everyone. Give, yeah, me, a recommend give me a recommendation. A recommendation of what? Uda. A book, life hack, a movie, whatever you sort of absorbed in the past 18 months. I'll give you a random fun one. Does that Please? work? Yeah, it's not course. too thoughtful, but it's great. It's a show called The White Lotus on HBO. I started watching it uh, the other day. It's mm -hmm. hilarious. I think everyone should watch it if you can. It's so good. Um, that, cool. That's off the top of my head. Yeah. But White Lotus, if you need a that good laugh. Works. Now, let me ask you, did you see Loki or the, the other one? Um, I need to. The Winter Soldier? No. No, you haven't. Okay. So I'll, I'll keep that question to someone else. Okay. <laughs> Alan, thank you very much for your time today. It's been a pleasure to of host course. you again. It's good to see you, sir. Looking handsome as always. Right. Thank you. I'm blushing. <laughs> Cheers, I buddy. Can see.